Welcome to episode 37 of your personal podcast. For those who want more out of life, and Mim, please do rate, review and subscribe to your personal podcast. I always do. Good. <laughs> I'm Martin Hazy. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO and a former Lord Mayor. And as always, I'm here with Mim Romeo. Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach and mentor and an executive advisor and the wonderful co-host of your personal podcast. Welcome, Mim. Welcome, Martin, to you as well, and to all our listeners that have tuned in today to your personal podcast, and uh, we do hope that they are enjoying all the episodes that we've put up to this point. Did you outsmart the competition last week? I thought that segment was very, very good. You know, I walked away from that segment, and I really started to have a look at what I do. You know, when's the last time I did critically analyse what, what I'm doing and what I haven't, and I found... What I did find is that I actually do it quite often, which is good. So that was a good reminder for me to not walk away from that and just to understand that I can improve every day, I can do better, and yes, celebrate what I'm doing well in, but there's always a way forward to improve that. Well said. That was episode 36 of your personal podcast. Episode 35 was Am I Indispensable? So, Mim, am I indispensable as your co-host of your personal podcast? Well, is that a trick question? I don't want to respond. I don't want to say anything live on air, but... Well, that takes me to episode 34, which is Stop Blaming Others. Now, that was a very, very... (laughs) That was convenient, wasn't it? Well, we're going back up to 37, because if we go all the way backwards, we're going to use the whole time just talking about the past. We're about the present and the future. So episode 37 today is about how to cope with loss. That is a, a subject that is that is so, is going to be difficult to talk about because loss comes in many forms. I hope this touches the hearts, Mim, of our listeners from 45-plus countries around yeah. the world because we've all experienced loss, haven't we? Yeah, and again, loss can come in, you know, sometimes people pass away, loved ones. Sometimes it could be from a you know, financial point of view, you've lost quite a lot, sometimes businesses, sometimes finances, whatever the case is, there are different areas that people have experienced. And, you know, the hardest one would always be a loved one that's passed away. It does put things into perspective, doesn't it? Because I'm going to ask you, Mim, over the source of your career, you ever lost money in a business? Look, I've lost money. You know, me, that type of loss you always recover from because if you can make it, you make it again. You learn from your decisions, you move forward, you try and work out how did you end up in that situation, but you can always grow and move forward really positively from that example. But for me, when I'll give you a a live example in terms of dealing with loss, my mother passed away... um, back in 2004, but I still had my dad. And, uh, you know, as hard as it was losing mum, but you still have one of your parents alive. When my dad passed away... Isn't it interesting, Mim, that when you do lose one parent, your other parent becomes both parents? Yeah. And when my dad passed away in 2011, uh, around there, 2010-11, it was such a different, different feeling. It was like both parents had passed on. And it was really something that unless you go through it, you you can't express what, what internally it feels like. But dealing with it, you know, from my perspective, I remember that there was two things, you know, I was certainly, you know, heartbroken, 
certainly sad, certainly in mourning. But one of the things that helped me move from there was remembering all the good times with my parents, remembering those fun times, those happy times, those joyous times. Yeah, and that just, you know, to me it wasn't about the fact that they both passed away and they were buried. To me they were still alive because I remembered all the good times. Because those memories are still alive. That's right. Those memories are still alive and they should never be buried because it is life. You know, they gave me life. And I found the way I dealt with it is not be afraid to talk about them, but talk about them in that light of that joy and happiness. And yes, do I still miss them today? Absolutely. But I had, do I have the joy? I do. Do I express that? Absolutely. Because both my parents would want to see me happy. We have a family dinner with our siblings, with my siblings, every yes. year to yeah. celebrate the life of my late mother. Yeah. So my mother passed away some years ago. My father passed away when I was quite young. I was about 20 when my father passed away. It was a long time ago. But we chose as a family to celebrate and honour the memory of my mother, of our mother, for everything she did to support us, uh, to support others and to support a very large extended family of many cousins because in many ways – she was the last of the line. She was yeah. the matriarch of and a very large family. And, you know, Mim, I, I asked you purposely at first about have you lost money in business? Mm. I've lost money in business. Yeah. And when that happens to you, you actually think it's the end of the world. But when you step back from that, honestly, through the passage of time, because time heals everything, you do think differently, you approach your next business differently. That's right. You, it, it changes you. In many ways it changes you for the better. It's part of maturing. It's part of learning. But It's something you can recoup. Yes. If you do it well, you learn, you move forward, you, you build it again. But when it's loss of family. It's a different. Once they've gone, yep. they've gone physically in a sense. You can't, that won't come back. But the memories will always be with you forever. And I have great admirations for families who put family first in everything they do. So, yeah, okay, you can have a business, you can have a small business, a medium business, you can have a global business. You can be at the top of your game in terms of your career, your sport, your creativity, your contribution to society, your contribution to the public, whether that's through public life. You can do all these things. But if you step back from that, I'm kind of of the view that without a strong, tight, loving family environment, it's a very hollow experience. It is. Look, uh, anyone out there throughout throughout the world, all our listeners, at some point, whether they've experienced loss or whether they, they might experience in the future, always remember that life itself is precious. Everything we do, the moments of joy when family do get together, those are cherished moments because everything else will come and go. You know, successful businesses, maybe they're really great one year, maybe not the next. I know for yourself, Martin, you built that legacy of that retail chain store throughout the nation and then someone bought it and then now it's no longer around. 
you know, those things do come and go, but family is is precious in my eyes. And everything we do generally is to support the family. Everything we do is generally to to influence the family from a positive perspective, to provide. And when you do lose parents, like I've lost both my parents, that left a gap at that stage. But what fueled it is the love and the joy that I remembered with them. Yep. So for me personally, I carry that around with me always, that there's times I, I've got some quiet time to myself. I remember those times with mum, dad, and, and the fun we had and the joy. So it never leaves me. That strengthened me. Why? Because life is precious. So dealing with loss is not about having to withdraw those emotions. It's about sharing those emotions, sharing those good times, letting people know that, you know, even though physically the loved ones are not with us, but emotionally they're always with us. And I respect the fact that we all have different beliefs. Yeah. But I do believe that I'll see my parents again. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And yeah. it's, you know, we're, we're here on this earth yeah. to support others, to do good things. Uh, many ways, Mim, I remember when you and I sat down and we scoped out at your great encouragement, yep. and thank you because you encouraged me for a long time to get on the microphone and start yeah. sharing our experiences via this podcast, your personal podcast, with our growing listenership. Yeah. But we also decided, Mim, that the cornerstone of this discussion, this conversation we would have every week with your personal podcast would be based on, based on experience and authenticity. Yeah. And if I look back, Mim, you know, we're now in, of course, September 2023. Yeah. August 2023 was one of the most challenging months that I could really remember. And that's because I lost my mother-in-law, I lost my stepfather, I lost my auntie, uh, I dislocated my shoulder and everything seemed to happen. And life throws this at us sometimes, doesn't it? And sometimes you can deal with one of these things in isolation, mm. but sometimes they come at you in rapid succession and it's overwhelming. Yeah. And I would credit myself, Mim, and you've been an enormous, you are an enormous source of support to me because we talk a lot, right? Mm. I would say I am resilient. Yes. You know, I, I, I pride, Without a doubt. I pride myself yeah. on an enormous amount of resilience. I've got thick skin. I will get through things. But I must say with the greatest honesty, that was the toughest month that I can remember on record in my life was August 2023 yeah. because it all happened at once. Yeah. It's and look, challenging. For, for me, Martin, when uh, I, I went through different stages of life, when you know, I first lost my grandfather, parents – I realised something, and I want our listeners to understand this. You have to give yourself time to mourn at that time of difficulty because it's not about saying, okay, someone's passed away, I've got to just keep moving and just disregard what's occurred because emotionally we all get affected. You can't sweep that under the carpet. You can't, it'll, and it'll, I would encourage. It will come back. That's right. I would encourage take the time mourn the loss that you're going through. But eventually I can tell you that things will get better in a sense that you'll deal with it better. Not that you'll feel comfortable about it, but you deal with it better. That you start to move forward in life, 
knowing that life is precious and knowing that the time we spend with each other is important that we do it right. And again, but take time because sometimes I've known people that endure loss and they, they get back to work really quickly within a couple of days just to try and think that they'll deal with it better. We need to allow ourselves time to cope with the loss, deal with the loss. doesn't mean that you stay at home forever, but it means that if you need a week or two just, just for yourself, it's going to help going forward. And that's what I found for me is that at the time I took some time, you know, and lost both my in-laws as well. You know, you need time to be able to just remember those moments of joy that you spent with these, you know, individuals, you know, parents, in-laws and family, cousins, whatever the case is, and you'll find that you'll never regret it. So what advice then would you give to our listeners? Because this happens all too often, doesn't it? Is that you've got families which just have disagreements which seem to be irreconcilable and they've gone on for years and often they've gone on for decades and in some instances they've actually gone on for generations and they've got to the point where no one can even remember what the original disagreement was about but there's a rift in the family that's right and it seems like it's irreconcilable what advice on your experience mim would you give to our listeners to take some first steps towards healing those wounds I would always say to anyone who's open to consider, you know, I remember having a discussion, particular family member a while ago, I said, you have two choices. If you choose not to communicate with this individual, ask yourself this question. In 10 years time, how will you feel? In 20 years time, how will you feel? Would you feel good or is there something missing? from you when you start to celebrate certain milestones in life maybe you got children they're going to get married and you don't have this family member there you've got to ask yourself what is so important to separate the family now in all things there's always going to be conversations but if you look for a right or wrong it's never going to end well what you've got to think of is what would you like to see? And sometimes we do need to swallow our own pride to understand that peace and unity within a family is important. Understanding that we all have accountability for our decisions and we all don't need to necessarily agree with everyone, but never have that hatred or offence in your heart Always leave the door open for communication. Always be proactive in that. And you'll find that life will be better. I don't think life is easy for for a lot of people. But if you have the right attitude, the right mindset, the right heart, eventually you could be the very catalyst to create that unity that families have been longing for for a long time. Mim, this is almost the antithesis, isn't it? of our conversation and episode 36 of your personal podcast where we were talking about outsmarting the competition. Yeah. What we're talking about here is healing the rifts. That's right. The rifts, uh, the the divides between people, between families, between individuals. Um, And ultimately when you look at the passage of life, 
Sure, we're going to have the highs and lows of being in business. We're going to have the highs and lows of our careers. We're going to have the highs and lows of money and reward. We're going to have the highs and lows of assets or lack thereof. We're going to have the highs and lows of health. But ultimately, what really matters is your family. It does. And the thing is, Martin, what I've always, in my own life, what I've always focused on is making sure if it's If it's at all possible to keep the peace, we keep the peace. It doesn't mean we agree with things that fundamentally are not right. But what we do is we come with a solution of how do we get better? How do we unite more? How do we love each other more? We don't necessarily have to agree, but everyone needs to understand that we're all accountable for our decisions and our actions. And if our actions are causing disunity, if our actions are causing causing the the arguments, then each individual needs to look at how do we change internally? How do we change ourselves to make it better? So a lot of disputes occur because people have a strong will to want to do what they want to do. But sometimes what we do is not right. So how do we change? How do we make sure we support the family as a whole, making sure that our contribution is from the right perspective. And it's when you look at family businesses, it's a very interesting dynamic because you have then got all these family dynamics, which is what we've just been talking about in this episode, but then you've got the commercial imperatives. And I must say I have a great admiration for successful, sustainable, multi-generational family enterprises because they have had to address a lot of these issues. And I'm not just talking about succession planning. Often when you talk about family businesses, the conversation defaults to succession planning. I think it's a lot more complex than that. I'm talking about the fact that you are working with your siblings, you're working with your mother, your father, often your uncles or your aunties, and they're all involved in the business. And this is certainly common in Australia where we are, Mim, but this is more common in other parts of the world where you've got, you know, you look at the kind of multi-generational Italian families who have these substantive enterprises and it was started by the grandfather but everybody's involved three generations later and it's an enormous enterprise. This is also very common in Asia whereby you have multi-generational family enterprises. I always say this, never forget that family is family, but also setting the benchmarks around what the organisation is or the company is that we're building. And maybe, Martin, and I've come across this, maybe not everyone is suited to it. You know, and as family, we need to be loving and honest. So, Martin, if we were brothers and we were starting a construction company, but you weren't suited to it, we need to have that conversation. And that was a subtle suggestion. That was a subtle suggestion. But what I'm saying is sometimes in families we don't have those open conversations because we think everyone has to do the same. And I've seen many families that do wonderful together and I've seen many families that probably not everyone was suited to it. It doesn't mean it has to be a right or a wrong. But the overwhelming part needs to be that each individual and every family member needs to be given the opportunity for what makes them happy. You do love concrete, don't you? I look. Oh, a lot of my family was in construction. I love being on a construction you do. site. You love it. 
But I can tell you not every single family member across the board was suited to the industry. No, and you're often one asking me about my shoe size. <laughs> so I think what, what the – It always makes me a bit nervous. What the focus for me always is is – you know, when we, you know, we initially said to everyone, it had to do with loss. Everyone's going to deal with it differently. But one of the things is make sure you take the time to deal with it. The other thing is when we talk about loss in business, and Martin, when I look back, at it, when we talked about your retail legacy, you know, when it sold and, and the competitor actually closed it up, that was a form of loss for you because you put your heart and soul into building that. How did you deal with that? You know, we've spoken about family loss, but in terms of a legacy that you thought might be there forever, how did you deal with it personally? It was very emotionally confronting, I must say, at the time. So I had two retail businesses. Uh, One division was an apparel business, a clothing business, a youth clothing business, and the other one was a youth footwear business. Yes. The youth footwear business is still operating today uh, and growing substantially, uh, bought by uh, another company. Yep. Um, but the apparel or the clothing business is not. Uh, and several years after it was purchased, um, uh, it was shut and changed and yeah. reinvented quite substantively. And I must say, after putting 15 years of quite literally blood, sweat and tears into the growth of that enterprise, and I've always shared the most tangible and important part of that enterprise was its culture wasn't its products. Um, our products were wonderful, but I think that's a given yeah. in a highly competitive market like, you know, fast-moving consumer goods. But it was actually the culture. It was so strong you could bottle it. Now, when I had left the enterprise, I think there were probably some changes to the culture and I've got to respect that because yeah. it was not my organisation. But, yeah, I did think... How did you feel when they closed the hollow, stores? Up? hollow. Absolutely hollow. There was a period, Mim, where I could not walk past my own shops. I would cross the street, cross the aisle to walk around them and not walk past the door of my own stores, which I had spent 15 years working in because I did find that very confronting. But if you had your time again, Martin, knowing what you know today versus what you went through then, would you do anything different? in how to deal with that particular moment? I was not responsible nor accountable for the strategy, or the plans of the purchaser. purchases. It, it was ultimately not my responsibility. And I had to kind of step back from that and come to that realisation. Um, and, you know, everybody says, don't be emotional in business. You know, you can't be emotional in business. You've got to be Cut and shut. You've got to understand the numbers. You've got to understand the trends. You've got to understand the risk. You've got to understand the rewards. Okay, I get it. I am ultimately a very practical person. But I don't do anything, Mim, unless I'm engaging with it from a probably an emotional level to some degree. Now, that's just because of who I am. That also gets the best out of me. When I am passionate about delivering an outcome... I am very passionate okay. ensuring that it's delivered well. I'm going to ask you a direct so it question. Va- it was a valuable lesson. I'm going to ask you a direct question. Today, have you dealt with that loss? Entirely. So from today's perspective, when you look back, was a difficult time back then, but you've realised that you had to move on and it's it's not lingering on 
where you're thinking about, wow, did I make the right decision? Mim, Should I have kept it? No, Should I have not it was, kept it? The passage of time heals everything, doesn't it? Yeah. What I did, though, was I very deliberately disrupted myself. So I enrolled to do an MBA straight away after the sale of the business. Yeah. Uh, and because it put my mind into a different space and I absorbed myself in yep. the learnings which I was then uh, taking on as a result of that um, tertiary education. It's a good thing for me. Very, very good thing for me. Um, and I don't believe in looking back too much in business. Yep. I, I think you've always got to look forward. Uh, you've got to enjoy today but look forward. That's what business is very much about. You can learn from the past. Of course you can. You'd be silly not to. But you can't be absorbed by the past. No, you can't. You can't be crippled by the past. No. But my view is now how I deal with things is I always confront whatever's there. You know, whether it's loss of family or whether it's loss of finances, whether it's loss of business, you've got to be strong enough to be able to see for what it is and deal with it, not hide it not bury it, not ignore it. You know, dealing with loss is difficult on, a, on a, many levels. But what I found is if you deal with it and don't hide it or bury it, you're going to be better, you're going to be better off for it. Why? Because it's not going to be easy, but you need to work through it because you don't want it coming up at later stages. You want to be able to say, you know what, there was a time there I had to mourn, you know, I, I, you know, dealt with it in the best way I could at the time. I've been stronger for it, I've moved forward and I can use those memories from a positive perspective to move forward. You know, from financial loss, you think, yep, I can make better decisions today. I'm growing. From a business perspective, we're always looking to improve. Life gives us that opportunity. You can't let a business loss or a financial loss or a business failure or even the loss of a family member, you can't let it rob you of your joy yeah. uh, for today and tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, notwithstanding, the grieving process is very... The grieving process is, that the heart is broken absolutely when you so lose It's so important. We, but we you need all to have to grieve. You need to understand that in time, like you said before, Martin, time does heal from a perspective that you deal with it better. It doesn't mean you forget. No. It no. just means that you've dealt with it better. Correct. You can you can live life, enjoy life, and you just understand how to manage that better in your life and in other people around you. You know what I think it does, Mim, also? It supports you in valuing life yeah. more. That's why I always say. You can't take... I mean, every day. Every we, day we is precious. We cannot take any day no. for granted. Every we? day is precious. That's why. Get more out of life today. Enjoy today. Find happiness today. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for next year. Don't wait for five years' time. Find things that you are happy with today. Celebrate whatever it is. And understand that we're always looking to improve. We're always looking to do more, get more out of life. But today's important. Be comfortable with with those around you. And what I mean by that is that enjoy each other's company. Don't find reasons to argue. Don't find reasons to just keep the rift going. Find a way forward. Everyone is accountable for that. And if you're grieving, 
share it with others. Share it with others. Don't hold it back. Even though you might think that you're going to inconvenience people, those that care for you, that love you, that are around you, want your best for you. So don't be afraid to share those emotions. Sometimes it does. It is a risk when we when we let people in from that perspective. But understand that people around you want to help you. I can assure you, Mim, that in past years I would have not uh, publicly uh, in any forum, let alone yeah. a podcast, shared with you know friends, family, listeners, you know uh, that. Last month was pretty yeah. tough going. Would have been tough, Martin. You've, 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 people that you loved and cared about have passed on in a, in a very, you know, sort of narrow period. You've lost three or four people that, that you cared for. That's something that emotionally we can't just ignore. We can't just go out and think, well, that's okay. Tomorrow morning I'll just get up and do what I'm doing. Give yourself time emotionally, mentally, health wise. You need to be able to just take some time out and just, reminisce you know reminisce uh, of all those memories that you had with these people so you you know you can deal with it in a better way doesn't mean that in the future you, you can't get back to what you're doing but you've respectfully spent some quality time dealing with that emotion and you know what it does mem also is that it can strengthen your own purpose yeah and we have spoken about purpose with your personal podcast and it's a very, very important topic is that to understand your own purpose, and that was episode five. Yeah. And I'd really encourage our listeners to have a listen to episode five of your personal podcast. Once you understand your purpose, you will it will galvanise you yeah. in as far as you will have the highs, you will have the lows, you will have the difficulties, you will have the opportunities but it'll actually be your recognition and understanding and embracing of your own purpose which will actually get you through. Yeah, it, it's certainly true, certainly true, Martin. And, uh, you know, to all the listeners, you know, um, loss is difficult to deal with, particularly from a family perspective. Other parts of loss in terms of financial business, whatever the case is, yeah, it is difficult, but not something that you can't restore. So I would encourage all our listeners to understand that it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to deal with an emotional situation and give yourself time to deal with it. Allow yourself to mourn. Don't not be afraid to share your feelings. There's people around that care, love and support. And what we all want to do is be an inspiration to others. So to inspire people that, yep, life at some stages can be really challenging and really difficult to deal with. But eventually, we all can move forward and create a good life and create one that inspires others that hopefully we leave a legacy for many to see that, you know what, let's enjoy every day, let's do the right thing every day, let's be inspiring to others because our behaviour is going to be the very thing that is going to be the difference. This episode was always going to be a little bit different, wasn't it, yeah, Mim? It, it was is. always going to be probably a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah, it is. And uh, if anyone else is, if anyone out of there listens is currently going through some difficulties, let me say that, you know, give yourself time each day. Just take a day at a time, but you will get through it and things will get better. Doesn't mean that you forget, it just means that you're able to deal with it better. 
Well said, Mim. See you next week on your personal podcast. And as well as you, Martin. And thank you to all our listeners. And uh, we do hope you have a wonderful week.